Soundprints Audio Magazine, a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Soundprints is underwritten by the American Printing House for the Blind and the Louisville Downtown Lions Club. I'm Carla Rushville. I'm your host for this week's magazine. This is Soundprints for the week of May 8, 2016. The Greater Louisville Council of the Blind has two special roundabouts coming up this month. You'll find them in the calendar on page 5, but we want to highlight them here as well. This coming Friday, May 13, Mike Tyndall of HumanWare will be our special guest. He will bring the new Braille Touch, a next-generation apex, if you will, for everyone to see. During the discussion time from 5 to 6, attendees will hear about Braille Touch features and have a chance to get a look at the latest and greatest HumanWare note-taker. Mike plans to hang around after dinner and play music. What a fun event! On Friday, May 20, Larry Scootcon from the American Printing House for the Blind will be coming to Roundabout at 5 p.m., bringing a prototype of the new Orbit Reader 20. That's the much-anticipated low-cost Braille display hopefully going on sale here in the United States this fall. We'll be playing bingo after dinner on the 20th, so if you're anywhere near Louisville the next two Fridays, be sure to come to Roundabout. It's almost time for the alumni reunions, and the Kentucky School for the Blind alumni is holding its annual reunion on a new date. I catch up with Deanna Scoggins, president of the KSB alumni, and chat with her briefly about the 2016 reunion. Listen on page two. It's absolutely amazing how many things we can do with our iPhones. We can read email, listen to our favorite sports events, compose documents, catch the weather and the stock report, stay up to the minute on breaking news, listen to our favorite music, surf the internet, conduct research, handle banking, find directions to our favorite locations with a GPS, and use the telephone book. The list goes on and on. The iPhone can be a game center and the number of accessible games played by people who are blind or visually impaired is growing steadily. Several weeks ago, we featured Marty Schultz from Kid Friendly Software. Marty introduced us to his series of accessible games called the Blindfold Games, and since then, I've spent far too much time exploring many of them. So far, Blindfold Color Crush, Blindfold Road Race, Blindfold Spin and Solve, a Wheel of Fortune type game, and Blindfold Crazy Eights have eaten up some of the time I used to spend playing Dice World. I have several other Blindfold games on my phone waiting to be explored, including Spades, Hearts, and Gin Rummy, Word Games and Sudoku, Tile Puzzle, and Pinball. One of my favorite Blindfold games is Barnyard. I love the sounds and all the chaos I can create from changing the settings to make a fast-paced game filled with roosters, chickens, horses, sheep, cows, canaries, and lots of other animals. I think you'll enjoy Blindfold Barnyard as well, so I demo it for you on page 3. 
The 142nd Kentucky Derby happened on Saturday, May 7, and as usual, the two weeks here in Louisville before the big event were packed with hundreds of fun events. We race everything during Derby, from balloons to beds to boats. We have a parade down Broadway with over 100 bands and floats, equestrian entries, and other units. There's concerts and galas galore, and lots and lots and lots of famous people. The Greater Louisville Council of the Blind has its own derby party each year. 38 people came to the 2016 event, and as you'll hear on page 4, we had plenty of food and fun all day. Thanks so much to all who made the party a huge success. Lonnie Johnson and Amanda Selm, who helped serve lunch. Adam Rushevel and Shannon Happel, who handled the sound and our special races. Debbie Dethridge and Michelle Haycraft, who did so many jobs so well all day long. Patty Cox and Ellie Johnston and Danielle Benningfield, who did the shopping and got the massive amounts of food all set up and ready to go. Someone commented this past week that people who don't live in Louisville sometimes think there's only one race on Derby Day, the Kentucky Derby. They were surprised to learn that there are many races at Churchill Downs that day. At our GLCB party, we have our own races throughout the party. This year's races were named for KCB chapters, including the Savvy Know-It-All Claiming Race, won by Shannon Happel, the Next Generation Juvenile Allowance Stake, won by Mary Adrian, the NKCB Tank Derby, won by Deanna Scoggins, the Eastern Kentucky Christian Council of the Blind Holy Smokes Race, won by Gail Lamberson, the Guide Dog Users of Kentucky Hot Dog Handicap, won by Linda Smith, two races, the Tri-State Library Users Prequel-Sequel Stakes, and the GLCB Roundabout Futurity were canceled due to bad weather. Share bits of our Derby Day fun on page 4. And on page 5 is the Sound Prince calendar. Page 2. I'm here at United Crescent Hill Ministries following the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind Derby Party for 2016. With me is Deanna Scoggins, who has also been at this party that was full of food and fun. And uh, Deanna has on her alumni hat. She's the president of the Kentucky School for the Blind Alumni Association. And we're going to chat for just a few minutes about the upcoming con conference and reunion for 2016. Welcome, Deanna. Good evening. Deanna, most of the time, We've had alumni over the past years in June, and a few times we've had it in May. And this year, there's going to be a change. The alumni reunion will not be in June. Tell us about the new date for the alumni. Well, this year, we're trying something a little different because of uh, accommodations and just different things, really. And so our date is going to be the first weekend in August. So we need to all reserve the dates of August 5th and 6th, and 6th mm -hmm. so that we can be there at the at the Ramada Inn on Zorn Avenue and we will have a great time. We're already planning it. We especially want, well we want everybody to come, but 
we wanted like we'd really like to see the class of 1991 because it's your 25th year time and 1966 1966 if you could come that would be great and then uh, of course anything before that you know anybody there's a couple of classes before that that we would honor too the 1956 class I don't know if there is one but uh, that might have been when people were graduating from public school I'm not sure but anyway uh, and then of course the 46 is 46 70 years. 70 and 41 is 75. Mm -hmm. Yes. And also we do a recognition for the 10-year class, the right. class of 2006. 2006. Right. There are going to actually be two letters. The first one will be just a brief announcement of this new date that we're talking about. And it's going to be sent to you partly because uh, people are used to getting the letters, as Carla said. And also so that you can save that date, put it on your calendar, you know, start planning your little vacation for that weekend, mm -hmm. and come see us. And then you're going to get a letter in July that's going to tell the typical things that the letter tells, a lot about the program and uh, sponsorships and some other things that will entice you to come. And we have lots of things planned uh, that are well, we don't have the final details, but they're in the works. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, there's a pool so people can enjoy the weather. And surely it will be warm enough that in everybody <laughs> can enjoy the pool. Yeah. Kentucky in August ought to be warm enough for swimming. The Ramada Inn over to the printing house. So that's that's going to be well worth your coming to the reunion to see. Yes, and then we are going to have uh, Friday night will be very entertaining um, bring your songs if, they, if you want to sing them because we are going to have karaoke and, uh, mm -hmm. and we're also talking about doing a photo exchange yes we are we're looking forward to seeing people that have usually come to alumni and we're getting together with them and then we hope we have some new folks um, we're talking about Somebody else from another school was talking about going to their alumni, and I said, it's really nice when you can see someone who hasn't been for a while. It is totally exciting. Mm -hmm. And um, so we'd like to be totally excited this year <laughs> and see some people that haven't been for a while. Right. So now if you're an alumnus of the school, if you've attended the school, does it matter for how long or how short a time? Or if you're just interested in the school and you'd like to attend the reunion, the, the reunion is open to anyone who would like to attend. To make sure that you receive the alumni mailing, give us a phone call or drop us an email. You can call, you can call me at 502-897-1472 or you can contact Deanna at 502-895-1546. You can email uh, my email is Carla40206 at gmail.com, or you can find me on Facebook and you can send me a, a message that way. And um, Deanna, if they want to email you, what, what's your email address? My email is Deanna.scoggins at gmail.com. That's so original that day. Yeah. <laughs> and that is D E A N N A dot Scoggins, S C O G G I N S at gmail.com. So uh, 
make sure that we have your contact information. If you're on Facebook and you want to, uh, if you want to um, receive information through the KSB alumni page, it's Kentucky School for the Blind Alumni Association. I think is the name of the page. If you do a search, you'll find the alumni there. Like that page, and um, a lot of things get posted there. So, Deanna, we appreciate you chatting with us, and we look forward to having a lot of people at the reunion this yes, year. Yes, we do. We want everybody to come. Find books and more in accessible media with APH's free-of-charge Louis database. HTTP colon slash slash L-O-U-I-S dot A-P-H dot org. Locate accessible educational materials from nearly 200 different agencies. APH products and textbooks can also be located using Louie. New extended searching now available with free Louie Plus. Visit soon. HTTP colon slash slash L-O-U-I-S dot A-P-H dot org. Many book materials help Braille users jot notes quickly. Pull APH's mini-book Braille binder out of your pocket and begin to write on the mini-book slate in just seconds. Materials are sold separately so that you can choose the combination that's right for you. Call the American Printing House for the Blind, toll-free, 800-223-1839, or visit www.aph.org. Page 3. A few weeks ago, we visited with Marty Schultz, who is the developer of the Blindfold Games series of iPhone apps from kid-friendly software. Marty has developed a number of games in various genres. For example, some of them are racing games, some card games, some word puzzles, and some games that really don't fit into too many main categories and uh, they're just lots of fun. I'm going to demonstrate one of these games today. I thought that you would enjoy it. It's just lighthearted and fun. So I hope that you find it interesting and fun and maybe you'll download it for your iPhone as well. The game that we're going to look at today is called Blindfold Barnyard and as you might imagine it has lots of great sound effects in the game. The idea of the game is to hitch as many of the same kind of animal to the fence and then move them from the fence to the barn. Of course, in a barnyard, there's a fence on the north side, the east side, the south side, and the west side of the barnyard because you don't want your animals to get out of the barnyard. You can't put cows and horses on the same fence. If you do, they'll all run away and you lose a bunch of points. So if you have cows, horses, pigs, and roosters in the same barnyard, you need to decide which fence you're going to put the roosters on, which fence the horses are going to go to, where you're going to hitch the cows, and so on. You can have only one type of animal in the barnyard, or two, or four, or lots of different kinds of animals. The more animals there are, the harder the game. You can also select how long you want your game to be. You can choose how many animals you want to be in the barnyard at the same time, and you can select how fast the animals are released into the barnyard. Of course, the more animals, the faster they come into the barnyard, and uh, a number of other parameters 
increase the difficulty of the game. We're going to begin by looking at some of the animals just by listening to them. There's 17 different kinds of animals that you can select to have in your barnyard. So we're going to listen to some of them. Marty's done a great job of incorporating some really great barnyard sounds. I'm not sure that you would have dolphins and sea lions and too many water animals in your barnyard, but you might. I like to include sea lions in mine, and you'll see why in just a minute. But here are some of the animals. Okay, the sheep. And the horse. I think that's a great horse. So we've selected a horse to be in our barnyard. Chicken. Here's the chicken. Selected. Chicken. Three animals selected. I think we're going to have an egg for breakfast. Canary. A canary is good. Selected. Canary. Okay. Now, when selecting animals for your barnyard, you want to get animals that have sounds that are easily uh, distinguished from each other. For example, we have the sheep, the horse, and the chicken so far. Here's the goat. For me, I think it's difficult to tell the goat from the sheep when the game is really moving pretty fast, so I don't put goats in my barnyard. But you might like goats in yours. So I'm going to take away the goat selection. So we're going to go on down the list. And here's the bullfrog. Not sure how much that sounds like a bullfrog. But he's pretty easy to distinguish when there's lots of animals. Chickens and roosters crowing and so on. Here's the rooster. I love the rooster because he's easy, easy to tell in the in the barnyard and you don't wind up getting the wrong animal. You'll see in a minute why that's important. Some of the others that are kind of easy are the sea lion. There's not a dog, so the sea lion is pretty easy to, to distinguish. A rattlesnake is also kind of fun. So we'll put a rattlesnake in our barnyard. There's also a loon, a gorilla, a hawk, an elephant. Here's the cow. Nine animals selected. We have to have a cow in our barnyard. And a hog. Ten animals selected. That hog is certainly enjoying himself. All right. So those are the those are some of the animals that we have and we have several selected and when you start to play the first time you play you might want to play a, a practice round and there's a couple of selections on the main menu first of all that you can practice just with a cow and there's no time limit and that's a good place to begin because you can easily find the animals now there are several selections that you can can make. First of all, when you first start the app, it will be set to tell you where the animals are in relation to the compass. So it'll say cow to the north 
or cow to the south. We're going to listen to that for just a minute. When you start the app, there will be background music playing. You can change that. You can make it louder, softer. You can turn it off. It also will allow you to change in settings the size of the animals on the screen. Actually, it says size, but it's how fast they're moving. You can make them slow, medium, or fast. Uh, you can also set the seconds between new animals. I have it set at five seconds right now, so a new animal comes into the barnyard every five seconds. Actually, when you download it, it they're coming a little bit uh, slower when you first start the app. And then animals to add to the barnyard when empty, and I have it set for it to put in three animals when the barnyard is empty. Uh, but you can change that. You can have only one or you can have more. Um, so now we're going to begin this with the compass directions and um, with the music playing so you can hear what it's like at the beginning. All right, so now we're going to begin our practice with the cow. Swipe up with three fingers. Starting game. Practice with cow. No time limit. Tap the screen to start the game. Cow. One cow. Cow. Two cows in the barnyard. Now I'm going to find a cow with my finger. It will tell me where the cow is in relation to my finger on the screen. Cow is to the southwest. Cow is to the southwest. Let's go look for cow. it. Here it is. All right. I'm going to keep my finger on the cow and I'm going to drag it to the east side of the screen, to the right side. First cow hitched to the east fence. Okay, so I have one cow at the east fence. I drag my finger across and off the screen. If you let your finger come up, you will um, lose the cow. So be sure you keep your finger right down on the screen. Here's another cow. We'll also put this one on the east fence. Two cows at the east fence. Three cows at the east fence. Let's put one on the south fence here. Going to drag it down to the bottom of the screen. Cow is to the southeast. Cow is to the northeast. Here it is. And I'm going to drag it down to the bottom of the screen. First cow hitched to the south fence. Alright, so we have one on the south fence. Cow. We'll put another two one down there. The now fence. let's send them to the barn. We take two fingers and swipe it to the fence that we want to cow. move the animals uh, from. And so I'm going to take my fingers about the middle of the screen, two fingers about an inch apart, and swipe it to the east. You have earned six points for these three cows. Okay, so I sent three cows to the barn. I'm going to send the ones on the south to the barn. You have earned three points for these two cows. And we'll stop this one. Okay, so I swiped up with three fingers and went back to the main menu. Keep in mind that these are iPhone gestures that we're using for this game, not the keyboard. Let's do a quick practice with two animals, and this time we're going to use we're going to use the clock face instead of the compass. To go back to the main menu, swipe up with three fingers. 
Starting game. Practice with two animals. No time limit. Tap the screen to start the game. Cow. The cow. Cow. Goes and another cow. Goes to the eight o'clock. Let's put the cow on the east fence. You didn't hitch the animal. Oops. Oh, I missed the fence. Here's another cow. We'll try again. First cow hitched to the east. Here's a hog. Let's put him on the north fence. Hog. First hog hitched to the north fence. So I put my finger on the hog and swiped it up to the top of the iPhone and off. And that hitched him to the north fence. Let's find another animal. Here's another hog. We'll put him on the north fence. Two hogs at the north fence. Goes to the 11 o'clock. Found a cow. Two cows at the east fence. Hog is to the five o'clock. Let's see what happens if I put the hog on the fence with the cows. You lost three points for hitching a hog to the fence where cows were hitched. All the animals ran away. And I lost the points that I would have had by taking them cow. to the barn. Here's a cow. Cow is to the one o'clock. First cow hitched to the east fence. Hog, hog is to the 12 o'clock. Here's another hog. Three hogs at the north fence. Okay, and we're going to send them to the barn. Let's hog. send the cows to the barn. Hog. You I have earned one points for these one cows. I swiped with two fingers over to the east fence. Now I'm going to swipe with two fingers up to the north fence and send the hogs to the barn. You have earned six points for these three hogs. Okay, and we'll stop points. this. You can go on and practice with this as long as you want. There's no time limit on that game. So this gives you an idea of how the game is played. I'm going to turn this on with many animals and start a three-minute game that I like to play. You can choose from the menu a three-minute game, a seven-minute game, or a 15-minute game. Or you can have many animals with no time limit. I like the three-minute game because it puts a lot of pressure on the game and it keeps you on your toes. In the timed games, you can have um, a timer set to let you know when there's a certain number of seconds left in your game. I have mine set for 60 seconds, so it tells me when there's 60 seconds, then it gives me another warning at 30 seconds and at 15 seconds. At the end of the timed game, if you don't have your animals in the barn, then you don't get any points for those animals. The more animals you have on a fence and that you take to the barn at the same time, the higher your score. So you get one point for one animal, uh, three points for two animals, six points for three animals. You keep getting an extra point for each additional animal on the fence. One point for one two points for the second animal, three points for the third animal, four points for the fourth animal, etc. So if you can get seven or eight animals on one fence, uh, you get a pretty good score. Let's just listen to um, what's this. This is going to be pretty fast moving. I really like to have a new animal released in the barnyard every two seconds. But uh, that it would be really difficult, I think, for you to hear on the demonstration. So I'm going to set it 
for uh, three for five seconds instead and we'll see how that goes and as you notice I'm going to keep the music turned off I'm also going to turn off the compass and clock directions because I like to just move my finger over the screen find the animal and take it to the barn here it goes any animals three minutes to go back to the main menu swipe up with three fingers starting game Many animals. Three minutes. One coin. Tap the screen to start the game. Rooster. Rooster. Cow. First rooster hit to the east fence. Canary. Now, I've got to remember, roosters are on the east fence. Rooster. Here's the cow. I'm going to put her on the west First fence. First cow hit to the west fence. There's a rooster. I'm going to put him over on the east. Here's a chicken. Let's put the chicken on the south fence. There's a rattlesnake. And a, here's another rooster. Now we have to be careful because we're going to have more animals than we have fences. Rattlesnake. Now there's the bullfrog. I'll put him on the north fence. Cow. First bullfrog hitched to the north fence. There's the canary. Rooster. And bullfrog. you, you keep moving your finger till you find an animal Roosters that you want. The east fence. I put the rooster over on the east fence. Canary. Did I put a bullfrog on Cow. the top fence on the north fence? I think I put a rattlesnake. Let's see. No, there's bullfrogs up there. Well, I like the horse, so let's send the bullfrogs to the barn. And let's see, I think we put a cow on the west. We did. Here's another rooster. We'll put him on the east. We've got a chicken in here somewhere. And I think we put chickens down on the south fence, so when we come across the chicken, we'll put them down there. Here's a canary. Easy to remember if we put that canary on the north fence. Oh, we've got another canary. There it is. Let's send it to the north. And we got our 60-second warning. We got a rooster in here somewhere. There's the horse. Well, let's send our canaries to the barn. Points for these two canneries. Six the points. canneries. We'll put the horse at the north First now. And another horse to the north. Two horses at the north fence. So you see that you can ignore the animals that you don't have on your fences. Here's another rooster. We'll put him over on. We have a lot of roosters. Okay. Another rooster. And now we have 15 seconds. We better get these to the barn. You have earned 28 points for these seven roosters. 28 points for the roosters. You have earned three. You have earned three points for these two cows. You have earned one points for these one chickens. You've scored 41 points. You scored 41 points. Not nearly as good as you've done before. Game is over. Swipe up with three fingers to return to the main menu. Okay, so that's what a game is like. 
my high right now, I haven't been playing for a little bit, but my high is around 125, so it told me I didn't do nearly as good as I had in the past. But you can see that you can have a lot of fun. You can spend a lot of time just swiping and sending animals to the barn in Blindfold Barnyard. There is one other thing that you need to keep in mind. When you download this app or any other Blindfold app, they come with a certain number of coins. And like 10 or 15 coins and that's to let you see if you enjoy playing the game if you really like the game then you will need to purchase additional coins you can buy them uh, 20 coins for a dollar or uh, I don't know 40 coins for $3.99 or something like that I usually just go in and buy their whole pack for $9.99 that includes unlimited coins and any other things that may be in the game that would be upgrades included with the game. So I figure for $10, I have an awful lot of fun for that $10, and I can play that game anytime I want and not have to worry about if I have a coin or not or if I need to go and purchase another coin pack. So these are available in the App Store on the iPhone. And if you just do a search for Blindfold, you will find all of the Blindfold games. And there are about 30 of them now. So happy hunting for Blindfold games and hope you enjoy the barnyard. Page 4. Happy Derby Day! Welcome to our GLCB Derby Party. And um, hope everyone has a good time today, and hope you all came to eat. I know at least I know at least one or two people did. We won't mention names, uh, but there's going to be plenty of food throughout the day. So if you leave hungry, it's your own fault. Uh, so uh, there'll be games and things throughout the day. Um, I have an announcement that I've been waiting to happen for a while now, so it finally did. Uh, not only is this a derby party, Natalie picked a great day to have this event happen, but Natalie Byers, for you that don't know her, and Joey Couch are now engaged. So congratulations to them. Alright, it is time to begin the GLCB Derby Party Card of Racing. We have seven races on the card today. There are different kinds of races. There is an, uh, an allowance race, and that is where you have horses that have not been raced very much and the trainers are allowed to move them in and out of uh, races uh, against other horses that are also not uh, well experienced. You have claiming races, which um, is where an owner can set an amount like $50,000 for his horse. He puts it in a race, and if somebody likes the way it ran, they can buy that horse for 50000 The owner doesn't have any choice. The, the buyer can buy it. If he gets no one to buy, then of course he keeps it. Uh, and that's called the claiming race because the buyer claims the horse. You have handicapped, 
races, and that is where uh, in, in the Kentucky Derby, for instance, every horse carries 126 pounds, including the jockey and the saddle. In a handicap race, some of the better horses add extra pounds, and some of the worst horses, they may take away a few pounds. So that's the handicap, and then you have stakes races, and that's like the Derby where every horse has the same weight that they carry, and of course the money is much better. Uh, so today we have races that are set up for our various KCB chapters. And Carl, would you like to introduce the first race? Okay, the first race today is the Savvy Know-It-All Claiming Race. <laughs> And the individuals who will be participating in that race are going to be as follows. We will call them, we're going to call them to the post. So this is going to tell you who's going to be in this race. By the way, the winners of all the races and the winners of the bingo games will all, each time you win, you will have a pull in a special jackpot. So um, the more you play and the more you win, the more opportunities you will have when the derby runs in that jackpot. If you don't win, then you won't be in that jackpot. Okay, the first person in position one it's, it's, this is position one. Is number six. That's me. Okay. Six. <laughs> All right. Okay, so. Adam will disqualify you from this race. Adam was scratched from this race. Uh -oh. <laughs> okay. The, now in position one, we have number 36. Whoa! Who's 36? Don't say whoa in a horse race. <laughs> <laughs> so, number so number 36 is Deb Trevino. Yep. So she is position number one. In position number two is number 42. My goodness, that's me! Uh -oh. oh no, can we allow that? Well, yes, I guess we can. This isn't an allowance race, so I guess we're. <laughs> it's a claim. <laughs> Dave, you may want to claim the winner. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, listen. Hey, man, let's do a little horsing around back <laughs> Number three, position number three is number 29. Twenty nine is Susan Robertson. Number forty one is Shannon. Shannon Heppel. Yes, Bill Dethridge is number twenty five. And gate number six in this race to finish out the field of horses for this race is number thirty two. Oh no. <laughs> Who's that? Michelle. Michelle. Okay, Michelle Hickman. All right, the way we do this is we have three dice, 
and we roll the dice and the numbers that come up, let's say like three, three, four. All right, then the number three horse would move twice and the number four horse moves once. And Carla is moving the horses on the board. Then we roll the dice again, let's say two, four, five come up. Number two would move one space, number four one space, number five one space. It's much easier. All right, we're gonna do 15 spaces. That takes, all right, so. For the first race, the savvy know-it-all claiming race. Let's review the people and we have to have Dave Trevino. He's providing our call to the post. And they're off. The first three numbers, three, three, five. Five, six. One, four, two. One, four, okay, one, four, two. All right. So number four wins. Shannon wins, and in second place, um, it was Susan. So Shannon right. is the winner. I'll put Shannon down for a pull in the right in the jackpot. All right. So we'll be having another race coming up soon. Pennies are also going to be coming around for bingo, and we'll be playing some bingo pretty quick as well. Anybody need pennies? If you don't have pennies, let us know. They're what you're going to use for covers. All right, our first bingo is going to be a regular bingo, straight across, up and down, or diagonal. Remember that the winners, each time you win, whether it be a bingo or in one of our races, um, then you will, your name is, I'm putting the names onto a list and then at the end you will have a pull in the uh, winner's jackpot. The special jackpot only for winners. Okay. Everybody ready? Remember that you have to have the last number called in order for it to be a good bingo. Remember that you do not uncover your card until I tell you to. So when someone bingos, just don't automatically start uncovering your card because if it's not a good bingo, we'll just go on from there. Okay, so the first number is G48. G48. N thirty seven. N thirty seven. What was that other one called? G forty eight was the first number. Then N thirty seven. N thirty two. N thirty two. N41. Bingo. All right. We have a bingo. Don't uncover your card. Debbie Dethridge, you want to call your numbers back? Call down the N's. Down the N's, okay? 41, 37, uh. 45, and 32. Okay, that's a good bingo. 
All right, you can uncover your cards and Debbie goes on the list for a free pull in the winner's jackpot. I also have uh, a book port with me and if anybody would like to do a little, um, if anybody would like to do a little interview for Sound Prince and talk about, just be on the program this next week, we'd love to do that with you. So just let me know if you wanna talk on Sound Prince. We will be also doing some Derby jackpots throughout the day. We're going to be starting to serve food. I know that's nothing you all are interested in, right? Okay, didn't think so. We have chicken, fried chicken, little smokies, meatballs, little ham and cheese sandwiches, and we do have mayonnaise and mustard that we can put on um, the bun for you if you would like it. We have a variety of potato chips in the little bags, potato salad and macaroni salad, and later there will be a variety of desserts. We have eclairs, derby pie, there's cookies, there's, we can get, get a sugar high just from the desserts back there. Page 5, The Sound Prince Calendar. May 10, the Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired, Savvy, will hold its monthly meeting from 1 to 3 p.m. Central Time. Patty Haas, Evansville Association for the Blind, will display and sell, cash or check required, adaptive products from their store and share ideas and information. At the Wing Avenue Baptist Church, 628 Wing Avenue in Owensboro. For information, call Rick Boggess at 270-684-4418 or Bill Roberts at 270-485-8170. On May 12, the Northern Kentucky Council of the Blind will have its monthly meeting at 7 p.m. by conference call. The number is 605-475-4700 and the code is 155619. For more information about NKCB, call Jerry Slusher at 859-781-7369. On May 13, the Kentucky School for the Blind will hold its Founders Day Ceremony and Junior Ring Ceremony from 11.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Kentucky School for the Blind, 1867 Frankfort Avenue in Louisville. Call the school at 897-1583 for more information. On May 13, the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind will hold its next roundabout. Braille, Tech Tips, and Genealogy from 3.30 to 5 p.m. The discussion time will be a visit from Mike Tyndall with Humanware from 5 to 6 p.m. Mike will be displaying the new Braille Touch from Humanware. Dinner will be at 6, $5 per person. And then there will be a special music session from 7 to 10 along with games and crafts. All at the United Crescent Hill Ministries in Louisville. To sign up, call GLCB at 502-895-4598.
On May 14, you're invited to Exploring with All the Senses, Animals in the Backyard, 10.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. at the American Printing House for the Blind. This is an opportunity for hands-on activities and interactions with live animals. It's presented in partnership with the Louisville Nature Center. Free for all ages, but registration is required. Call the museum at 502-899-2213. On May 14, the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind will have its board meeting at 11 a.m. by conference call. 605-475-6006, enter code 294444. On May 14, KCB Next Generation will have its picnic from 4 to 7 p.m. All chapters are invited, $5 per person for adults and $3 for children 3 to 8 years old at the Brown Park in St. Matthews. For more information, call Amanda Smoot at 502-750-1774. On May 15, the Kentucky School for the Blind Alumni will hold its monthly board meeting at 8 p.m. 605-475-6006, enter code 294444. Use the same number for the KCB board meeting on May 16 at 8 p.m., also by conference call. On May 17, the Tri-State Library users will hold its dinner meeting, 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. The location has changed to the... North End Cafe, 1722 Frankfurt Avenue in Louisville. Call 502-895-4598 for more information and to sign up. On May 19, the Kentucky School for the Blind will have its middle and high school concert from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. at KSB on Frankfurt Avenue in Louisville. More information at 502-897-1583. On May 20, the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind Roundabout is another special evening. Education and Technology with Braille, Tech Tips, and Genealogy 3.30 to 5. The discussion time from 5 to 6 will feature Larry Skutkon from the American Printing House for the Blind. He'll be bringing a prototype of the Orbit Reader 20 for us to see. Dinner from 5 to 6 p.m., $5 per person, and games and crafts from 7 to 10, along with bingo, $2 per person. At United Crescent Hill Ministries in Louisville, call 502-895-4598 to sign up. May 22 is the next ACB Families Meeting. It will be at 9 p.m. on the conference line at 605-475-6333. The code is 1711553. On May 23, the Guide Dog Users of Kentucky will hold its next membership conference call. It will be at 7 p.m. and the number is 605-475-6006, enter code 294444. On May 24, the Kentucky School for the Blind will have its elementary recital and awards ceremony, 12.30 to 2.30 p.m. at the school. The number for more information is 502-897-1583. May 25, the Bluegrass Council of the Blind will have its peer support group meeting from 12 to 2 p.m. at the BCB office, 1093 South Broadway in Lexington. Call 859-259-1834. 
On May 25, the Kentucky School for the Blind will have its 8th grade graduation and middle school high school awards ceremony from 1 to 2.30 p.m. at the school. More information at 502-897-1583. And also on May 25, the high school graduation will take place at the school at 6.30 p.m. Again, the number for more info is 502-897-1583. May 27 is another GLCB roundabout. 3.30 to 5 p.m. Education and Technology. 5 to 6 Discussion. 6 to 7 Dinner. $5 per person. And Games and Crafts from 7 to 10. Call 502-895-4598 for more information. In June, the following activities are coming up. On June 2, the American Council of Blind Lions will have its next conference call meeting at 9 p.m. Eastern Time at 712-432-3900 and the code is 796096. June 3 to 11 is the Insight 2016 event. It's a chance for visually impaired Kentucky students in grades 10 to 12 to experience a post-secondary setting. It's held on the campus of Moorhead State University. For more information, contact Beth Baker at the Kentucky School for the Blind, 502-897-1583, extension 7105. On June 3rd, 10th, 17th, and 24th, the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind will have roundabouts for June. More information on later sound prints as to specific programming. On June 11, the American Printing House for the Blind Museum presents Cinema Saturday. The Miracle Worker from 1962, from 1 to 3 p.m., the first in the three-part series of audio-described movies featuring an important visually impaired character. It's free, but registration is required. Call the museum at 502-899-2213. On June 18, Braille for the Sighted, Workshops for Young People, is presented by the American Printing House for the Blind. From 10.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m., this is the first of two workshops. Children can learn Braille basics and practice writing on a Braille slate and a Braille writer. Advanced students will also learn about Braille contractions, whole word signs, and more. Attend one or both sessions for ages 8 and up. Free, but registration is required. Call the museum at 502-899-2213. June 21, the Tri-State Library users will hold a special conference call program meeting at 8 p.m. on the conference line at 605-475-6006, intercode 294444. June 25, the American Printing House for the Blind Museum presents Bards and Storytellers with Karen Karsh. Enjoy a performance and questions and answers with Karen, a blind Colorado singer and songwriter who writes about big moments and moments that just feel big at the Printing House Museum 1839 Frankfurt Avenue, 502-899-2213 for more information. July 1 through 9 is the 55th Annual ACB Conference and Convention. ACB, the land of 10,000 dreams. 
It will be filled with exhibits, workshops, tours, programs, friends, and lots of fun. At the Hyatt Regency Hotel in Minneapolis, Minnesota, 1300 Nicolette Mall, the room rates are $89 a night plus tax. Room reservations call 888-421-1442. July 9 is another Cinema Saturday. This time it will feature Daredevil from 2003. From 12.30 to 3 p.m., the second in a three-part series of audio-described movies featuring an important visually impaired character. The movie is rated PG-13. It's free, but registration is required. Call the museum at 502-899-2213. July 12 to 14 is Gateways 2016, Summer In-Service Training for Kentucky's Vision Teachers at the Kentucky School for the Blind. More information, contact Beth Baker at 502-897-1583, extension 7105. On Saturday, July 16, the APH Museum presents another Braille for the Sighted workshop. From 10.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m., for more information, Call 502-899-2213. On August 5 and 6, the KSB 71st Alumni Reunion will be held at the Ramada Inn North, 1041 Zorn Avenue in Louisville. For information, call 502-897-1472. Hotel reservations, call 502-897-5101. On August 13, APH presents the last in the Cinema Saturday series for 2016. It will feature The Book of Eli from 2010, 12.30 p.m. to 3 p.m. at the museum. Call 502-899-2213 for more information and to sign up. If you have questions about the Kentucky Council of the Blind or you need information on resources for people with vision loss, Call us at 502-895-4598 or email us at kcb at kentucky-acb.org. Sound Prince is a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind and is heard each week on ACB Radio Mainstream at acbradio.org, Central Kentucky Radio I at radioi.org, and the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org. Complete schedule information is also available on the website. Sound Prince is underwritten by the Louisville Downtown Lions Club, and by the American Printing House for the Blind. This is Carla Rushable for Sound Prints. Have a great week, everybody.